Namaskar. Hello and welcome to P Guru's channel. I'm your host Sri Ayer. Wednesday nights are T.G. Mohandas nights and we have some amazing stuff coming from Kerala, from God's own country. We've talked about God's own trash. Today we are going to talk about God's own insult. Let us welcome Sri T.G. Mohandas. Mohandas Ji, Namaskaram and welcome to P Guru's channel. Namaste. Namaste to you and all the people who are watching it. Sir, this bigotry is finding new highs in the in the state of Kerala. So, a practicing Hindu can't even say that I am a practicing Hindu. What happened in this challenge 24 Sujaya's case, Mohandas Ji? No. Yeah, more than religion, it was uh, politics which was playing there. Sir, I'd like yeah, to think well, of it as religion. Please go ahead, sir. Tell us what happened. Sudhya was in uh, the channel Asianet and uh, one day he asked certain embarrassing questions to a leftist icon. On that day, I knew that she is going to be in trouble because nobody treats a leftist or CPM inclined guest uh, embarrassing questions. You should not ask. That is an unwritten rule in Kerala. But she asked certain questions. And this man was, uh, I mean, uh, he was uh, panging uh, for words. He doesn't know how to reply. Because first time in his life, he was facing a hostile anchor in a TV show. That was the start. Then he left Asianet and joined uh, 24 News. There also, she was uh, impartial in the true sense of that. In Kerala, if people have to call you impartial, you have to be a leftist. So all people who are leaning towards the left will be called very straight. Yes, sir. Sorry about this. I have to just explain a few things for our viewers. Asia Net is owned by Rajiv Chandrasekhar, who is a BJP minister now at the center. And Asia Net plays a very interesting game. Inside Kerala, they are anti-BJP, but outside Kerala, they are not. So this is before he even became a minister. So Rajiv Chandrasekhar has his own googly that he will, he will put. Unfortunately or fortunately for him, Mr. Modi doesn't seem to know all these things. Either that or he's willing, willing to look past these things. So you have a very funny situation in the central government. That's why I'm very leery of this cabinet and the quality and caliber of the people in this cabinet. I hope I, you understand where I'm coming from. Mohandasji, please continue. Go ahead, sir. Now, since you have made this comment, I will tell you what is happening with uh, Asianet and Rajiv Chandrasekhar. Rajiv Chandrasekhar quite often asked them, how can you be so anti-BJP when uh, I am a minister in the BJP ministry? Their answer would be, sir, we are criticizing BJP, CPM and Congress. You see these three files, the stories which we have done against all three parties. The files are of the, uh, almost the same size. Then what is your grievance? I, I, CPM is criticizing us. Congress is criticizing us. BJP is criticizing us. This shows that we are impartial. We are running the channel impartially. You want us to be partial and earn a bad name. So Rajiv Chandrasekhar uh, is speechless at that point. Now, what is the play behind this is they are criticizing CPM 
for good reasons they are criticizing uh, congress for good reasons but they will criticize narendra modi and his actions for all bad reasons all untruth they will always uh, turn and twist his speeches they will always uh, magnify bad things happening in uh, north india they will always whitewash uh, bad things happening in south india generally and this is the politics being played so the size of the file is true but the content of the file is playing mischief which don't tell uh, me, Rajiv, sir don't tell me mr chandrashekar doesn't know that qualitative difference sir he's a minister he's a pretty smart man are you telling me that he doesn't ask that extra question saying that i see the third value is the same third value is you take something and drop on the floor if they are both of the same quantity it will create the same amount of noise except the quality of the third you think he didn't ask that question uh, i think he did not <laughs> because you know he is more a businessman than a administrator or uh, uh, a politician he is a businessman he looks at the revenue and when the files are of equal size he is happy with that performance he will uh, feel that my bjp friends in kerala are making unnecessary noise they see this is a fair job is being done by my channel and uh, i think uh, the home minister amit shah and modi is also aware of this problem then they will also say that are bhai chhod do apne log sometimes our people also make false uh, claims and false complaints chhod do let it play on its own that is how it goes anyway coming back to sujaya sujaya left uh, asia net and joined uh, 24 news there also this problem is there it is uh, uh, dominated by leftists and sujaya was alone having some sympathy for uh, bjp or taking an impartial line so she she used to be a subject of ridicule mockery etc in the service finally became uh, unbearable and she made a complaint against a particular fellow in the desk uh, to the management that fellow made a com- uh, counter complaint in between there was a meeting of uh, bharatiya mazdoor sang broadly uh, in the bjp group it's a member of sangha parivar trade union they invited sujaya parvati for uh, this international women's day or something and uh, she took the permission from the management she went there she said uh, there is one, one second sir just just one second sir i i want to ask you a question in my personal capacity i can go to somebody's wedding i can go to visit a friend's house i can go to a temple i can go to any function i want why do i need to take the permission of the management sir now uh, that depends on see 24 news is a private channel right so they have their own uh, code of conduct for uh, their staff out of which this is one that uh, if you are going in a, uh, another platform please inform and take permission from uh, the management that's the management right sir yeah that sounds very strange uh, it's a, it's an infringement of fundamental rights but well, i leave it alone sir please go ahead uh but there was no problem because management regularly was giving permission to everybody whosoever is going to whatsoever program it was a mere formality to ask for permission and you are granted through whatsapp or something like that 
it is as easy as that so nobody created a problem by theek hai we'll go what is there and uh, sudhya also went where she made a speech in which she said uh, every woman is being harassed in the workplace i am also being uh, harassed uh, but uh, we should not stop at uh, internal com uh, committees to inquire about this we must go to the police if required etc etc now the management took uh, offense of the speech saying that you maligned us in a, in another platform there is an internal inquiry pending on your complaint as well as the complaint against you but you went to another platform and you uh, abused 24 news now in fact she didn't abuse 24 news she said uh, i also face uh, harassment at my workplace that's it the two journalist statement she didn't name the channel but probably channel uh, management uh, was offended because they felt it is um, uh, what sujaya is telling is about us anyway she was uh, suspended from the job immediately for attending this seminar she said i took your permission they said you took our permission but we never expected that you will speak against uh, your own management in that seminar now uh, some higher management uh, their chairman managing director etc they had a discussion finally they decided to uh, uh, take back sujaya parvati there was a big hoo ha line social media also there were uh, so many questions uh, went un unanswered i also made a facebook post on that that this is a disproportionate punishment to remove somebody from her job though it is a suspension practically it is a dismissal the relation is uh, gone but then finally the chairman gokulam gobalan prevailed and uh, he said uh, sujaya can join back sujaya joined back and to everybody's surprise she resigned after that she said uh, i want to see that as a woman my right is uh, restored and uh, i came back with honor and now on my own i am resigning from the company thank you very much for the cooperation this is what she did and today she is attending uh, attended the meeting of hindu uh, ikvd also she has uh, openly associated with the uh, sangaparivar uh, her uh, future plans are unknown there are so many rumors that she is joining this channel that challenged her but uh, i don't know i do know sujaya parvati Uh, i can contact her over phone but uh, i did not think it fit because uh, uh, it is her decision nobody should uh, influence her if uh, i speak to her that may be understood in a wrong manner that i am persuading her to join a particular channel etc so for the fear of that uh, i didn't speak to her he didn't speak to me also of course she told me that she is going to join back but uh, after resigning there is no communication and it is good for me as well as for sujaya parvati not to communicate at this uh, interim period where she is supposed to take independent decisions this is the brief story of sujaya parvati and uh, sangaparivar is in a jovial mood that uh, they brought 24 news to their knees and they took back uh, sujaya parvati and sujaya parvati is in sangaparivar camp now now uh, there are rumors also that sujaya is going to join bjp she is going to contest next elections etc 
which uh, I think events will unfold in its own way and let us wait and watch. Sir, one, one fundamental problem I see with Kerala, see, 1950s communism started to take hold there. So we are 60, 65, 70 years or something around that time. Right? And there is so much, through three generations have gone through listening to this crap. I'm saying that very advisedly because I believe that communism of all the systems of governance is perhaps the worst because it it uh, it makes you not do any work and expect a lot from the government. Anyway, that's just two cents. Let's leave, let's leave it aside, not philosophically. My question, Mohandas Ji, is when is the electorate of Kerala going to rise above this world of web and uh, treachery that has been created by the two coalitions. I'm not taking any names here. I think in my opinion, both are equally bad. Both are equally corrupt. Both are anti-development of any kind in Kerala. My opinion. I could be wrong, of course. So when is the average citizen of Kerala who resides in Kerala going to rise above this and say maybe there is something wrong in this stuff because I don't see anything around me growing. They need to go out of outside Kerala to see the kind of development that has happened outside uh, Mohandas Ji. When do you think the video, the sunrise is going to happen in Kerala? I think uh, not, not in the immediate future because what happens is you don't see any political change that is your grievance. There are other changes happening, social changes are happening, but political changes will not take place because what happens is uh, the communists are uh, not only running the administration, they have taken over the system, the minds of the people. Now, will you believe if I say that 85% of Congress politicians, they are communists in their mind. 50 to 60% of BJP politicians, they are communists in their mind. You will not see a single BJP man speaking against public sector. And it's okay, you can appreciate public sector also, but you should tell the negatives of the public sector also, which nobody will tell. Left will say public sector is good, Congress will say public sector is good, BJP will also say public sector is good. All land reforms, I have been telling my Congress friend, why major land reforms in Kerala was executed by Congress ministry, not by the communists. But Congress doesn't have the guts to tell this. They should say that bloody these reforms took place when Congress ministry was there. We formulated the bill, we converted it into act and you are claiming the credit. But Congress doesn't have the spine to say that. I told BJP, why expose the communists? Please expose the communists. No, BJP is afraid of them. You know, the line of argument of BJP is that communism was okay till Pinarayi Vijayan came. There were great communist leaders. They were all very good. Only Pinarayi spoiled everything. I said, really bullshit. From day one, communists spoiled the country. Why are you blaming Punarai? Punarai is a, it's a small chain in that uh, flow. Small cog in the wheel. BJP will not understand. This is how you have to uh, invest in uh, intellect of the people. Therefore, whether uh, Congress government comes 
or even BJP government comes in Kerala, the agenda will be of the left. This has partially happened in Modi administration also. You see how many BJP ministers are partially Congress in Modi's cabinet? How many secular people are there? I mean, secular in inverted commas. There are several. You know how today's uh, media one case was lost by IMB ministry? They were basically against uh, 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 stopping media one INB ministry. It was the home ministry which was uh, insisting that the license should not be granted or renewed. And finally, they lost in uh, Supreme Court. In High Court, merely because there was a smart uh, deputy solicitor general, I, I, I will uh, name him, he is uh, S. Manu, that is uh, his name. Because of his effort, this uh, media one uh, license was not given. But uh, when it went to Supreme Court, all was lost. They did not file a counter for months together. The case was dragging. Then they made certain submission uh, in seal cover. Uh, but um, court refused to entertain that. The case was uh, converted into a mess by government of India. I will not uh, blindly blame Supreme Court on that uh, point because you have to argue the case, you have to present the facts in front of uh, the bench, then only you will get a judgment. This is not a public interest litigation so that court will think about uh, other things. They will craft a relief and give it to you. No, that is all possible only in public interest litigation. In an adversary litigation, you have to present your facts and get the judgment. Don't blame the judges unnecessarily. And what is that Anurag Thakur was doing? I think Sri Ayer is out of connection. I apologize. I had to go to the door to answer a call. Huh. Next. So ahead, what sir. I am telling you is when the Media One uh, judgment in Kerala High Court came. The INB ministry was very quick in restoring the channel. Immediately, five o'clock the judgment came. I think by eight o'clock they restored the uh, Media One channel. But what happened to Ramasinghan's uh, feeling? The Kerala High Court uh, gave the judgment in favor of him. And it took one month for uh, INB ministry and uh, CBFC to give him certificate. In between, he made complaint to Prime Minister. He uh, threatened that uh, I'm going on a Satyagraha, etc. All that uh, drama was there. After that, he was given the certificate. This is happening because the urban Naxals and the Congress, all these secularists, they have invested intellectually into people. Therefore, even if Mohandas becomes a minister, the agenda will be of urban access. Whichever party comes to power, the intellect have been already infested by leftist thought. And uh, you will pursue leftist line. Only thing the flag will change. The name of the political party will change. That is all. This is what is happening uh, within Kerala. And uh, it is nearing completion now. That is why I am told you, it's. Uh, I don't think in the near future you will see any political change in Kerala.
instead of ldf udf may come but the agenda will be same that our treatment to the people will be same all the items will be same so uh, you don't expect any change in kerala in the near future thank you monash ji let's take a look at uh, the verdict handed down on uh, this one mla who claimed that he was a member of a scheduled caste community but uh, that did not hold water in the court so talk us through what happened where is madhu from and uh, so on see there is a provision a constitutional provision that certain uh, scheduled tribes even if they are christians they will get uh, a reservation and other benefits there are certain tribes which will lose it if they are christian now this mla belongs to that groups so the job was easy for the man who challenged the election he said that this man is a christian he married a christian lady the marriage was consummated in a church with the christian uh, rituals etc etc court accepted it court came to the conclusion that uh, he is a christian and therefore not uh, entitled to the benefit now madhu's case is entirely different it is a murder case madhu was a scheduled tribe he was killed accusing of uh, stealing uh, i mean 100 grams of rice and a small packet of mirchi powder that is what he stole that boy was uh, mentally not uh, well retarded adivasi boy staying alone in a stone uh, you know gupa vaharatha uh, thao his mother and sister is uh, staying just a few yards away but he was staying alone he felt uh, hungry he wanted to cook something he stole some rice that is true a hungry man stealing rice generally people will leave him by kya ho gaya why are you hungry give him some food and i uh, other items or money whatever is required but here he was treated as a professional thief he was brutally attacked by the time police reached uh, he was uh, almost unconscious and they took him to a nearby hospital where he succumbed to his injuries now in this case uh, it's a clear murder uh, but uh, 24 witnesses they became hostile they turned hostile during the trial the trial court was uh, furious even the government was furious because all four forest guards they changed their testimony in the court they said we don't know anything we have not seen anything etc etc they were dismissed from service high court interfered high court said uh, you take a statement from every witness once again so out of 24 few people changed back uh, but some uh, changed uh, uh, they did not change back so ultimately what happened is the murder could not be established so when the court decides court has to go by evidence and uh, the deposition of witnesses in the court court may be knowing full well that it is a murder but uh, for the lack of evidence 
court has to say that uh, this is a, a homicide, not a murder. Homicide means killing someone unknowingly. You don't have intention, but you happen to kill somebody. That is homicide. There is section three zero four of uh, IPC, which uh, gives you a lesser punishment. That is why uh, out of fourteen punished, eleven or so they got uh, seven years imprisonment and some fine, and uh, one or two got uh, two years punishment, and one man got three months punishment. Definitely, uh, this punishment will be further reduced by High Court, and Supreme Court may. Altogether, set everybody free. That is how our criminal system works. Because if you, if the lower court decides somebody to be hanged, then high court will bring it down to life term. Supreme Court will bring it down to seven years or five years. Or sometimes they let him scot free. This has happened uh, in almost every criminal matter. That is why the hangings in uh, India are very, very, very rare. You know, after Yakub Memon, no one has been hanged in India. Someone was handed out uh, death penalty, but that is still pending to be executed for various reasons. Now, Indian Supreme Court has diluted uh, the law by interpreting it in their own manner, so that uh, nobody gets a death penalty. While the criminals have uh, hardened their methods. So the whole criminal system is in favor of criminals, not uh, in favor of law-abiding citizens. I think you meant the whole judicial system, sir. I think you meant the whole judicial system is in favor of criminals. Ah, yeah. Now you see what happens uh, in uh, higher judiciary. They speak for uh, the international audience, not for uh, our uh, national audience. They speak for international audience. They want to score marks with the United Nations, human rights organizations worldwide, etc. So they, you have to be more uh, liberal in your approach if you want to get applause from uh, Europe and America. So this complex uh, mind makes them to dilute the judgment also, and uh, this is what is happening. Now I think slowly. They are um, uh, they are reclaiming their original position by uh, allowing stringent punishment. Today's judgment of uh, Chandrachur in that political matter, wherein fourteen political parties approached him for preferential treatment, which he uh, at the outset itself he rejected. He said no preference can be given to politicians. Nothing can be done because politicians were challenging every. ED uh, operations in the uh, state, and every income tax operations in the state, saying that we are a privileged class, we are being harassed by this government, etc., etc. Then uh, Chandrachur said, "Nothing doing. You are not a privileged class. I cannot extend you any benefit whatsoever." And uh, they had to withdraw their uh, petition. So there are some uh, ray of hope also, uh, but generally. The apex court in India behaves as if uh, they are at the top of the world, and they give judgments for the purpose of the uh, larger world or uh, Europe than for uh, Indians. That is why all these things are happening.
Thank you so much, sir. Um, I, I apologize for getting the wrong context here, but I'm thankful to Mohandaji for setting me straight. Um, lack of preparation on my part, my fault. Uh, Mohandasji, there has been a new ruling in the Supreme Court today on Places of Worship Act, where the court, IPEX court has come down heavily on the Modi government saying that you have to keep make up your mind what you want to do with the Places of Worship Act. You can't keep on dilly-dallying. The next date given is July. Uh, three, three months time for the government to respond. But Mohandasji, you know, if you really look at a case, any case, right, the Tariq pe Tariq is 99.99999% of the time, sir. The actual case, when it is heard, it is finished in like one or two days. That's it. So this is where the problem is. One side knows it is going to lose. So they do every trick in the book to delay it. And I'm sure the court is aware of this. Why isn't the court trying to speed up this process? I mean, in US, there are many ways in which this is done. For example, anybody can only take 20 minutes to make their case. You can't argue for a day, like the way some of these lawyers do. See, there are bigger delays than this. What about uh, Ram Setu case? It is pending since 2008. How many years now? 14 years. What did Supreme Court do? Nothing. The government refused to file an affidavit. Why? Either you can say that Ram Setu is not a national monument, or you say that it is a national monument. It is as simple as that. Court is asking a yes or no question. That's all. Dr. Swami is uh, every time appearing in the court and asking that, why borrow yes or no? Finish. But they will not say. Likewise, in the Places of Worship Act also, Take it from me, Modi government is not, repeat, not going to file a counter in the near future. Come what may. And court also is very clever. They will uh, shout on the government, but they will not act uh, on the petition. You know, uh, I remember uh, there is Arun Shuri's book, Courts and its uh, Judgments, in which uh, he is quoting a, uh, an incident wherein the chief justice was uh, firing the government. Is there a rule of law in this country? Is there a constitution in this country? What is happening in this country? I cannot be a mute spectator to this type of uh, trampling of fundamental rights. I need, I need a counter affidavit from the government. I need a status report from the government within 180 days. So, the Supreme Court was, uh, you know, reverberating with his voice. Everybody was happy. It is only 180 days. Mind you, it is six months. Huh? 180 days. Right. Six right, months. Right, right. There is no rule of law. And you are giving the government six months to set the things right. And you are the chief justice. Now, everybody in the court was happy. One man was not happy. He was the complainant or petitioner in that case. And uh, his name is our uh, Swami Agnivesh. Swami Agnivesh uh, submitted a public uh, interest litigation uh, on uh, the uh, bonded labor issue in Haryana. Then someone asked him, in fact, Arun Shuri's father, the doyen of Indian uh, public interest litigation, H.D. Shuri, 
he asked uh, agnivesh swami you don't seem to be happy with uh, the comments which the judge made everybody is happy but you are unhappy so swami agnivesh said this is the 18th time i am hearing this dialogue from supreme court and he is the 22nd judge who is uh, handling this case 22nd uh, chief judge uh, chief judge is handling the case so i am not at all excited i am used to this type of rhetoric in the court nothing happens now arun shuri says i followed up the case uh, for 10 years or so and then i uh, left it how long you will follow up a case so supreme court makes this type of noise for public consumption they are not going to act very strongly against uh, government unless there are some other uh, good reasons for them to interfere which they will definitely do they will uh, put another committee or another judge uh, and giving him uh, per month 15 lakhs remuneration you know in sahara case for distributing 5000 rupees to the creditors they have appointed a judge and they have decided his salary 15 lakh per month with the residence and all other facilities office everything to be provided by government of india to distribute 5000 crores to various creditors the sahara judgment so they know if they want they can do they are empowered to do it under article 142 under article 142 they have uh, uh, every power they can simply order your arrest bring him from america to uh, india khada kar do hamare samne then uh, definitely indian agencies would oblige they will send a request to america and you will be caught for no reason you can challenge only after uh, appearing in front of them this is this is the power of uh, supreme court even high court is having that uh, under article 226 they are also empowered but they don't use it for a good purpose sometimes they use it uh, uh, i would uh, i would say uh, at a at a uh, misplaced uh, judgments they use their uh, 142 jurisdiction it's a very bad thing to do anyway don't expect uh, something will happen to the uh, places of worship act in the near future thank you thank you mondas ji and let's go to like last one there's an unusual story here four muslim youth caught smuggling i mean people go abroad all the time what is unusual about this case mondas ji this became unusual because the man uh, indirectly justified is uh, advocate shukur advocate shukur created ripples in uh, kerala few weeks back by announcing that he is going to remarry his wife nurbina rashid now why he is remarrying his wife he said that i am going to remarry her under the special marriages act because i am unable to give equal share to my three daughters i have only daughters three daughters according to sharia or mohammedan law uh, i have to divide my property amongst my brothers and whatever little remaining has to be divided into three and give, given it to my daughters my brothers are uh, well positioned affluent they have uh, male children and i have female child and they are going to get a raw deal so how can i agree to this uh, nonsense whatever the be the mohammedan law i am not falling under that for that i found out a method that i have to remarry my wife under uh, 
Indian Marriages Act or Special Marriage Act generally, this is called. So you register is, uh, under this act, then uh, you can equally divide your property. In fact, people never knew. So many Muslims have been doing this. Because, you know, everybody feels the injustice. It is your child and you are not uh, giving equal share to that. So how can a father or mother consume this nonsense in the name of Sharia or Quran or whatever it is? The uh, iniquity or inequality is inbuilt in this uh, Sharia. So they were taking a shortcut in, in fact, um, retired judges. They remarried their own wife and they divided their property before their death. This happened in Kerala, but it was happening uh, silently. Now, Shukur made it public. So there was big furor. Now, Shukur wanted to do some uh, damage control also because he, after all, he has to live here. No? So he uh, entirely justified the Maulavis who smuggled the gold. That is the controversy. Because he said these Maulavis are basically ignorant of law. They are always uh, reading Quran and these other things. They don't know what is law. They do uh, whatever is being told to them. And it is some sort of indoctrination. So we have to target the indoctrination, not the individuals, etc., etc. This is uh, some sort of backdoor whitewashing of Maulavis, which uh, the poor man has to do because he took another decision which offended the Maulavis. So now he is trying to be in the good books of Maulavis, saying that they never knew what is the law. Now, ignorance of law is not an excuse. That is also known to Advocate Shukur. He is an advocate. He knows that. But even then, he made a Facebook post, literally whitewashing the Maulavis. But if you take the meaning that they must be punished, etc., is written. But he is whitewashing the crime, saying that they don't know the law, they are innocent, they only read Quran, that is their problem. So let us open the gates of Islam, let uh, light come inside, so that people will uh, recognize, etc., etc., was this argument. So this is a, a, a peculiar type of uh, whitewashing. That is why it came to the lights. Sir, the lights were turned off in 1705 when Aurangzeb died, sir. <laughs> they are still waiting for a light. 317, 400, <laughs> 317 years later. Very, very sad. But I, I see the humor in this. I'm sorry uh, if I'm offending anyone's sentiment. Point here is that everyone has to be uh, aware of law. So they were coming from some country, right? Were they coming from Mecca or something? Uh, they were coming from Saudi Arabia, but there Saudi is no Arabia, confirmation right. that they were from Mecca. You cannot uh, distinguish whether uh, they have visited Mecca or not. They just claim that uh, we were going there, and uh, that's all. See, this is uh, uh, smuggling. Smuggling is not a news in Kerala now. I was, uh, I told you once, sir, today, I am telling you. If you want to bring down smuggling, bring down your duty on the gold. It is a profitable business. But if you invest 5 crores in the morning and 5.2 crores you are getting in the evening, who will not be attracted to that? People will take every risk because it is money involved. Why don't the government of India, Nirmala Siddharaman, reduce the duty on the gold? Now you are converting every citizen of 
your own country into a smuggler and then um, uh, hunt him what is this you see if there is fantastic margins people get attracted they do all uh, illegal things they are not uh, adi shankaracharyas or narayan gurus people need money they get, get fast money definitely people will attend that chalo bhaiya dekhenge agar pakda gaya to what is there if if you are caught smuggling 500 grams of gold probably you may have to deposit some penalty and you are released there is no uh, jail punishment for every smuggling so people take the risk you reduce the duty shrimati nirmala raman nirmala sitaraman i am appealing to you with folded hands don't convert this country's every citizen into a smuggler you go on uh, still she increased the uh, duty of the gold in last budget also see what a foolish thing to do but see at the same time she is claiming that i reduce the corporate tax you are accusing me of uh, colluding with the corporates now you see corporate tax collection has increased now it has touched around uh, 3.6 uh, uh, lakh crores or something so you reduce the tax also is a strategy it is a simple thing and economically ignorant man like me understand what is the uh, dynamics going there but uh, unfortunately the finance ministry is oblivious about this sir so, very soon mohandas ji if you are traveling into any of the international ports of kerala and you don't have gold smuggled in you will be isolated sir they said something wrong with this guy he is he is smuggling something else i don't know what it is <laughs> let us investigate him thoroughly <laughs> no I, you know people frowned at me in uh, ernakulam uh, railway station because i asked for a uh, platform ticket now why is a platform ticket nowadays the counter fellow himself was shocked he said what is that i said platform ticket oh okay he printed it it is now 20 rupees or so i took the platform ticket to see somebody off and the gentleman who i wanted to see off he was laughing everybody in the queue and everybody was laughing that i am carrying a platform ticket so you what you told is right tomorrow in an international flight if you are coming people will laugh at you if you have not smuggled gold <laughs> thank you so much sir this is just a humorous note things are not very good but again see nirmala sitaraman is an individual and she is going to go by the advice of what the finance ministry officials are giving her and and they have their own twisted logic to say why the interest rates have to be increased i'm not even going there today because i'm running out of time we have a back to back double header coming at with ankit shah at 9 o'clock and there we are going to talk about the importance of gold so stay tuned come back to that one that's a slightly different link so Mohandas ji, I'll just ask one or two questions that viewers have sent in, sir, and then we can wrap it up. I'm really sorry for those whose questions may not be answered today because we really have no time left to uh, between the two programs. Let's go to the first question, please. Mr. Lee wants to know: This year is the centenary of the Waikom protest. What is the probability that Satyagraha was organized by beneficiaries of forest land grab supported by CSI? Why was Periyar present at the site? Oh, I don't know. I don't even understand that question. 
Mr. Lee, it is out of syllabus. We didn't prepare for this. We will come back next week. Next Wednesday, Mohandas Ji will just talk for two minutes about the YCOM protest. But it's a very good question. Thank you so much. How is it going, wants to know. Sir, looks like the central jail, central government didn't take Madhu's case seriously. The CPM always complains about UP and Gujarat. I know. Uh, see, a murder case cannot be interfered by central government. Because law and order is in the, it's a state subject. You know, in Madhu case, for two years, they did not uh, appoint a special prosecutor. What can the central government do? They cannot do anything. It is the Kerala government which has to do that. When there is a UN cry in the media, they appoint their prosecutor. And uh, he failed. Then another prosecutor was tried, which was not liked by Madhu's mother. She went to high court. And high court said, you remove him and put another prosecutor. This is the third prosecutor who has at least uh, done this job. If there are a lot of uh, drama uh, happened in that case. Uh, if you want, uh, you have to go through old uh, newspapers or even uh, Google. You can find out the, what happened in Madhu's case. In uh, Somebody has put in Google in a serial uh, fashion. What are all the nonsense uh, happened in Madhu's case? Thank you. Thank you so much, sir. And I think we'll. Uh, this is the last question. No more questions, please. Raghunandan wants to know, Mohandas, what is the situation about train burning in Kerala by Muslims? And this is begging. They will go after Hindus all over India and that our mistake in 1947. Sir, view on it. Your view on it. No, the train burning has uh, is not a Hindu-Muslim issue as of now. Because the three people who jumped out of train... Uh, were Muslims. And this fellow is from Shaheen Bagh. He is also a Muslim. He threw uh, petrol uh, indiscriminately and uh, lighted fire. So this mystery is slowly to be unfolded. Maharashtra ATS got him from Ratnagiri. Uh, so uh, there is no Hindu-Muslim uh, angle in this. But there is uh, definitely a terrorism angle in which uh, UP, uh, ATS, Anti-Terrorism Squad, Kerala ATS, and Maharashtra ATS, along with the NIA, is uh, seized of the matter. They are doing uh, everything that is necessary, I feel. Anyway, the man is caught, and uh, slowly the conspiracy behind that is being uh, unfolded. Uh, let us uh, wait for more details. Thank you very much, uh, Mohandaji, for another day of very interesting revelations. Kerala, no surprises ever. I mean, the surprises never seem to, uh, you know, stop. There's always something new about what is happening. And uh, viewers, please like, share and subscribe to our channel. And don't forget to come back and rejoin us with Ankit Shah. No. Where we talk about... thing... Yes, sir. Go ahead, sir. One thing generally surprises me. Uh, sometimes I uh, wonder what I will speak next Wednesday. But then Kerala will give at least two or three subjects for me to speak. That is, yes, that is the surprise which is being thrown at me. Anyway, yes, yes. thank you very yeah. much. Thank you, everybody. Thank you. Namaskar. Rejoin everybody in a few minutes, guys. Thank you so much. Please do call in and join the YouTube session with uh, Ankit Shah, where we talk about de-dollarization. Major moves afoot. Thank you so much, sir. Namaskar.